0: You know, dunking on Elix is too easy. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah, I can see that. It's got it's a like, lot of It's
0: like picking on the the lame cow in the herd that can't walk. Like, <laughs> You fucking dumb cow!
1: Can't do anything. It's just laying there. Everybody just knows it so bad that Th- this is going to age poor. Like literally in a minute, that's going to age poorly. You know that, right? <laughs> nope. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor podcast. I am Robert Scarponito your features editor. Andrew Rotten, editor in chief. Dynasty Warriors 4 is better than Elix. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Relic Doggett, site founder.
3: And uh, Andrew Stretch, movie editor.
2: Okay. And before we move on to the news, <laughs> let's talk about the fact that Dynasty Warriors 4 is better up, than Elix. Mm, <laughs> yeah. This is the real news here. Yeah. Yeah. Rotten <laughs> tried to put out a poll last week. Voting about whether or not Dynasty Warriors 4 is better than Elex and I would just like to point out that Elex won 53.8% yeah, I would like to point 46. out that
0: Rutledge pays people on the site and they felt obligated to vote <laughs> for what he likes So he pressured right. people into voting what he likes. That's, that's all this is. This is all true.
1: I've seen the screenshots. He's DM'd every one of us true. and said if you don't vote Elex yeah. I will hurt you. I People right.
0: gave me those DMs because they said oh, we felt so guilty about voting this way and what he did to you we all know dynasty warriors 4 is the greatest game of all time but
3: you know rutledge threatened our families so i just like to thank everyone who's listened to the podcast so far it's a shame that it's coming to a close but you can subscribe to our new elex and our new dynasty warriors Four separate podcasts starting next week
1: what I find so funny about all this is someone who's played neither game is this isn't even like a hill to die on. This is like the deepest hole I will die in kind of energy, you know, like, why would you fight for either of these games is how I see it. What the fuck? What do you mean? <laughs> Dice Warriors 4 is fantastic. Yeah,
0: but that's exactly Don't what I would in say with about Elex.
1: Elex. <laughs> You're like lumping it in with Elex. What is this? I feel like your pole lumped it in with Elex, to no. be fair. Yeah.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. T- you that tried to, to make do a, a point. direct comparison. Make a point
0: until <laughs> his, you know, fake news bots decide to go in there and vote. As as R- someone cheating. who knows
3: that GameCube's Ribbit King, where you play golf with frogs, is actually the best game, it's just been enjoying watching you two squabble.
1: Uh, is that Mario plus How dare you! Suck. I don't know, man. I mean, if if your poll was like, "What's a better game, Elex or Super Mario Odyssey?" then it'd be kind of obvious. But this is just, I don't know. They're kind of in the same. Well, no, I would they're, probably they're both say racing Dynasty Warriors to the
3: bottom of well, the shallow end of the gene pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yes. god!
1: Well, I would say I would say Dynasty Warriors Four. I would buy more as a better game. That's where I, it is. I, I fall on it. Okay, the yeah.
0: best game ever made. I go, don't
1: continue. I don't think I would say that.
0: But between I mean, the two, people are wrong all the time in what they say. So please keep going.
2: Sure. Mm-hmm. Poor Otten having a meltdown over there, oh, falling I'm back into his keep, QAnon ways. He's
1: lumping
0: on elix with with freaking Dynasty Warriors four. That's like lumping <laughs> caviar with you know frozen pizza you baked too fucking long and burnt. That's oh, what Elix is. So,
1: wait, so is that how you feel about the poll? Is that you basically put on wow. a poll saying what's better, caviar or burnt pizza, and then everyone yeah, where, else voted burnt better? pizza, delicious ice cream
0: <laughs> versus <laughs> shitty Totino's pizza that I I baked for ten minutes too long Actually, and it's all what,
3: black. You, you did say it was what fifty three to forty seven percent or something. Yeah, I don't know. They both sound like burnt pizza to me. <laughs> oh my god! You know <laughs> that's a I mean, that's a very cl- if it was like. Ninety nine to one, then that might be something. But uh,
0: this is ridiculous. It's definitely that's
3: too close. I think. Yeah, I, th- I think that it was ridiculous, ridiculous too.
0: Is freaking Rut tweeted the Elex devs? Fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> and they tweeted too, and he voted. I was like, what the hell? You make me feel like an asshole.
1: <laughs> well, you should have tweeted at uh, Koei Tecmo.
0: Yeah, that one, Yeah, right. Like They're going Omega... to do anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, just at Omega Force. Please help.
3: <laughs> uh, Mr. Otten, Dynasty Warriors 4 was 14 games ago. <laughs> please move on. Oh Since God.
0: then, they've been trying to aspire to the greatness of that peak that they you know, had so long ago.
3: Do you mean generating weeb content? Because it's been doing pretty well for them. I love you say some, generating
0: uh, web content. I say emulating greatness. <laughs>
3: emulating greatness. I ask. One Piece Pirate Warriors. Emulating greatness.
1: I mean, I mean fair hey, it's fair. If,
3: if you're going to copy a game, why don't you copy the
0: best game of all time? You know what I'm saying? Oh, is the that Nintendo, why there's so many? Nintendo got in on it. Yeah. Fire Emblem. Zelda. That's why they're there. It's all Dine Story 4. What games are copied, Elix? Yeah,
1: fucking none case closed but well, that's because elex is so unique so special right <laughs> like nothing oh else God. could be like elex, except for elex 2 probably this is ridiculous yeah, the, all um, of the
3: games industry got together and decided Elix was so good it was unemulatable they were right. they were gonna leave it untainted.
1: Right. Well, cause you know, we're we're all part of that. You guys are on that cabal group chat of all the game journals who are trying to ruin gaming, mm-hmm. right? Game journal pros too. Right, right, right. And we all agree that we don't talk about Elex critically because we know it's so good that it's untouchable. Mm-hmm. Like like there's the the zero to ten scale and then there's Elex above it all.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, replace all those
3: times you mention Elix, put Dinosaurus 4 in there. That's the actual truth.
2: You you know what they
3: say? You can't spell 11x without Elix. It's just an 11x out of 10 game. Yeah. <laughs> so, what word, what word do you have to spell Elix 2? Uh,
0: 12. <laughs> it's going to be better. One notch more.
2: Oh, dear Lord. I just oh love how mad hot and gets and that's why i just anyway. keep pushing mm. uh, phenomenal it's ridiculous. It's sweet, ridiculous sweet sweet tears
0: oh, oh, it's not tears it's it's sadness for the quality that you like the things that you like i feel bad for you really this is mm. you mm. it's like it's like i'm fo- I'm fo- i'm finding like the, the kid eating lead paint chips and i'm like no <laughs> slap out <around laughs> his hands and you're just like no and you
1: keep nuts, m- like munching away trying to save your life. Is is Elex like the glue, the glue that the kid eats? He sees the kid
0: eating the paste. And I'm like, stop eating the paste. But he's like, no. And I keep trying to take it away from him, but he keeps finding
1: it. I don't know how he keeps finding it. Later in today's pod, we're going to talk about the Uncharted movie and a little bit of Horizon 2. Um, But first, let's get into some of the real news from the past week. Uh, Speaking of games that are kinda like the Elmer's paste. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is officially out now. He- it's heavy uh...
3: Elex vibes <laughs> for this game. Didn't you rate that game really high?
1: Shut Didn't up. you give Cyberpunk a high rating? <laughs> I would I would rate it twenty seventy seven out of ten.
3: <laughs> we're not we're not gloss over the fact that I reviewed it. Yes yeah, a stack overflow <laughs> error causing corruption in game files
1: and textures. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, so Cyberpunk 2077 is officially out. It got its 1.5 update, which brought it to next-gen consoles, or at this pa- at this point, current-gen consoles, I guess. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's it's on PS5 and Xbox Series Xs right now. And I would like to move, you know, for us to update our game page for Cyberpunk 2077 to change the release date to February 15. In 2022 oh, if yeah. everyone's cool with that just so we, well, i don't think just it's still official. in a fully releasable <laughs> state <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be fair <laughs> sure but it's in a the most releasable state it's been yeah yeah i mean which is impressive because cool it
3: now comes with faq pages of how to properly get it to run on windows when it just <laughs> won't boot for some reason it's like being able to like, disable audio drivers or something
1: mm-hmm. you got to hack your pc to play cyberpunk oh, yeah
2: yeah, uh, now everybody knows what broken. it's like
1: to be a PC gamer in the '90s and
0: early 2000s, where you'd <laughs> you'd spend an hour just figuring out what the fuck you need to do to get it going.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, aside from the next gen, well, current gen like performance upgrades and so on. I mean, I, they did a lot to like change the game itself, from my understanding. Like, you can buy yeah, apartments now, just like they advertised three, four years ago. Yep. Uh,
0: Buy apartments. They like reworked the skill trees. Yeah, like every um, like if you have
1: a save game, they like just quite reset a few your skill points Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I know so, they like reworked how like the stat rolls on items and stuff and equipment and like guns and stuff like that. So they've they've changed quite a few things on top of obviously bug fixes, et cetera, et cetera all that kind of crap, and added those those like three DLC packs, but that are free.
3: So do we think that Cyberpunk is going to become a no man's sky or an anthem? Because I'm I'm still leaning towards the anthem.
0: I don't know if it'll be either necessarily. Mm. I mean,
2: the state it published in was not great, but it was still at least for me, it was a solid gameplay experience. It's still
0: a fun game, and I lucked out like so. uh, I reviewed it. I think I gave it an eight point five, if I remember right. Uh, look, looking back, that's probably a little too high, but I mean, it's still, there's still a fun game there. And I, some, I lucked out and didn't really have a bug problem like a, anywhere. Like, I had minor stuff, you know, like where a car would randomly crash nearby. And you something. played on PC, correct? Yeah. So I didn't really have that much, um, yeah. going
3: with me, but I didn't, right. I know yeah. that was course, not the usual Of course, because they experience. didn't release review codes yeah. oh, for I've, the consoles.
0: I'm aware <laughs> it's some scummy bullshit that I called out at the time. It's awful. Um, the, uh, but I mean, so there's there's what they advertised the game to be versus what it came out being as this super RPG experience where you could just make all these choices about your character. It is not. It's got like the lightest RPG mechanics of like any fucking game out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. it's very light in that scenario. So like the framework that they've created for themselves and for like future DLC because they're gonna do you know big story whatever so like they said they're they're doing the same kind of stuff they did with witcher 3 so these big chunks of new whatever will be in there um and hopefully they've learned from this to make it a more like that experience that they kind of were showing at first i don't know how they could do that without making a bunch of fundamental changes so i think we're going to be stuck in that kind of thing but i, st- I think they're probably still going to be good because like they still know how to do some stuff that's enjoyable like cyberpunk if you're just playing the game itself yeah there's all kinds of issues and stuff that they obviously didn't get to finish like you could see where the devs wanted to go with a bunch of mechanics and systems that they just didn't Mm -hmm. because they had to release the game Um, but I could see those being more refined in one of those big
2: I mean, if expansions. you play the the core main missions and the side missions and ignore a lot of kind of the tertiary stuff that didn't get finished, it is a, it is a solid gameplay experience. Yeah, you you'll have fun. There's a lot there. The companion stories to me are oh god, phenomenal. Mm, um yeah, yeah. one just in, in terms of the story they tell, how how deep they go sometimes, um it's not exactly a surface level <laughs> companion story um that you've typically got with most rpgs that you have competing and with. one like, just hey, let's got to go do a couple a lot. together
0: one so, just got a big improvement for Rhett. a huge yeah, one. my
2: girl pan am got a uh i don't know if it's an improvement but some new features uh otten just told me about two minutes ago sorry uh new my features? my
1: headphones are a little weak Do you say nude features
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah apparently uh i did i apparently i missed this update completely because mm-hmm. yeah, I guess Kotaku posted it a couple days ago that uh, Pan Am will now text you nudes, which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. an interesting decision, I guess. Um,
0: yeah. Oh, and you can text with Judith's grandma. Yep. Yeah. So you know, two sides of the coin. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Equally fulfilling. That's
2: right. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, that's an interesting choice i guess i don't know if that adds anything huge in in the breadth of the story but probably not probably not no
1: yeah i I think this is a one of those updates where it's like i'm you know it's cool like i'm glad they're doing it for the people who are like i guess still for some reason invested in in this game 14 months later right uh earlier this week my roommate booted it up on his ps5 so i saw it like in action and you know i mean it it seems like it runs a little better right like and that's nice um, that is like 60 FPS and all that stuff, but I still think there's just something about it where I don't know if I would ever play through it all again. Like even all of the bugs aside, like, yeah, I think the experience leaves a lot to be desired, but I think it does nail that feeling of, you know, you're in a big city. Like it feels like a really big city oh, yeah. in the game, you Night, know, like city is
0: definitely the best part of the game
1: yeah, like even bigger than GTA 5, like there's something about the sense of scale and like your place in it where it feels like yeah, you could just like roam around the city like just just like a walking sim kind of energy, you know, or like just exploring the city kind of stuff that I think could be cool like down the line once like more of the bugs are hammered out. but I don't know i I just don't know if there are gonna be a lot of people who are like waiting for this moment to finally jump into cyberpunk, but after yeah, yeah. ignoring the 14 months of
2: pretty bad PR, yeah i mean on pc i i was at the time i was on a 1070 um and i didn't see i saw maybe one crash in the 60 hours or whatever i put in initially um but like the photo mode was really good in terms Mm -hmm. of some of the shots you could take and and uh, the lighting was really well placed to create some really cool pictures but yeah i mean Outside of the main quest and the story quest, a lot of that stuff felt so unfinished. And yeah. I think if we get a two point update, two update, that's as big as the one point five update, maybe I'll get closer to the original scope that the devs had in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can we can hope because honestly, Cyberpunk is a game worth playing um, to experience. There's there's a lot there that is to love. Um, there just wasn't on consoles, and there hasn't been until recently. Um, because it was just unoptimized, and that's that's a shame um, in terms of the goodwill that they burned in in doing that. I know that you know The Witcher Three, from what I remember, had issues at launch. It was not this extensive, um, but it's it, it's a trend that that CD Projekt Red has to buck going forward. Like
0: yeah.
2: next game, you cannot do this again. Uh, you've got to guarantee that
0: you're going to follow through. Yeah. I I think people keep coming back to Cyberpunk because there's so much potential for something like really rad there. Like Mm -hmm. Night City is super impressive technically. Yes. Like running through it and stuff. But gameplay wise, there's fucking nothing there. It's dead. Mm -hmm. There's just random people walking around. There's nothing to interact with. There's nothing going on. Like you can't really go into mini buildings or like do stuff. Like it's, it's just there. It looks super impressive like that's still the my biggest thing walking away was like jesus night city is just so impressively sprawling and detailed but there's just nothing to do with it so it's like when you compare it to something like if we bring up like uh, red dead 2 like or gta 5 like there's so much intricate detail and just like the the breathing life into that city it might be smaller but it still feels like There's so much going on and NPCs doing random things and things you can interact with. It's uh, you know specific animations for something like someone Mm -hmm. pointed out, like in Red Dead Two, you can watch people like eating in a restaurant and like the the, their plate, what they're eating on their plate, slowly diminishes. Like they're actually eating that meal, and so so that's a very tiny detail that really doesn't matter. No, like that's an insane thing to be like, why doesn't this game have that? No, but it's just like that's the kind of detail those games have, and why those those feel a little more alive maybe they're not as sprawling but they Mm -hmm. feel they have a little more uh, you know character to them but you know they also take you know eight years of development eight nine years (laughs) and there's a reason that they they do and Cyberpunk wasn't in
1: development that long Mm -hmm. and it shows comparatively for the game they made right like, what I can only hope for is, because, you know, Rockstar recently, like, confirmed, yeah, we're working on GTA 6, or whatever the next GTA is, yeah. right? Not necessarily 6. I can only hope that it's of the scale of Night City. Oh, my but God. Then, but then with amazing. the depth of, like, how yeah. much... Like, like I want horse testicle depth in Night <laughs> City sprawl. That's right. If that makes sense. Hell, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep We know. I know what he's talking Cyberpunk,
0: about.
2: Cyberpunk 2069
1: there it is oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know I, I, I'm i hoping Night City just continues to get better maybe eventually it'll be like a really cool just like walking sim kind of energy with also a story I guess but you know we'll, we'll see how the DLC pans out right because maybe the DLC turns out to be really really good and it's like really worth going back into Night City for that right Yeah. In mm-hmm. uh, other news Nintendo continues to misunderstand the internet and what people want where they're shutting down the 3DS and Wii U e-shops uh, in March 2023, and people aren't exactly happy about that. Yeah, do
0: they misunderstand, or do they are they just advertise, their business strategies for a total different segment of the public that we're not thinking about? I mean, tar- Nintendo uh, believes
3: in generations. Ah, and- yes, <laughs> yeah.
0: Plain I mean, no, Like, you're funny to you say that, but like, I thought you were going a certain way with it. I see the joke you're making, but like, they, they, they're, they're, <laughs> they're trying to get the, the new parents and the kids. Like, here's this, this game. It's old or whatever, but it's still. Let's re-release it and get this new crop of kids on this game that we know kids already loved or whatever. Like that's that seems to be what the the goal is, is to c- continually resell what they have mm-hmm. and make it seem like this exclusive new thing. Um, and they can only do that if it, they make it hard to get or impossible to get right? Uh, again. Um, and that seems to be what they wanted to do. That's, they're trying to take advantage of, of the parents that don't really know anything but oh my kid seems to like Mario or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is a new Mario game which even though it's not that's
1: now out on this thing. Which whatever. is why they sold the Mario 3D collection for only six months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh,
0: they're all about this artificial scarcity stuff. Like, think of oh, yeah. the 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 NES, the mini NES and SNES stuff. Like, they they were so hard to get forever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but then,
3: then all of those games ended up on the Switch Online subscription. Yeah. So but it everybody was went nuts like, for those. Yeah, I mean, it's it's that's the pattern that Nintendo has shown between those mini NES and mini SNES, and then bringing the games to the subscription platform. Um, you know, having a limited way to purchase Super Mario sixty four for the Switch, and then two months later they drop it onto Switch Online, and it's going to be you know within weeks that they put Majora's Mask, the yeah. the N sixty four Majora's Mask, onto the Switch Online store, while then you know removing the ability to purchase Majora's Mask three D digitally. Um, I wouldn't care as much if they were bringing this stuff forward. I mean, the the Wii Virtual Console or the Nintendo Virtual Console has always had issues that if you bought, uh, like if you bought a NES game for your uh, 3DS, that wouldn't you know give you cross buy on the Wii, on the Wii U, yeah, <laughs> on the on the Nintendo Switch, um, and it just. Like, to an extent, yes, Nintendo, if you put Pokemon Yellow up for $10, I will probably purchase it again. But that does not mean that it's okay for you to keep doing that. Well,
0: what's sad is that they were kind of, like, the best at this in the past. So, like, your Game Boy to Game Boy Color to Game Boy Advance and all that stuff. They could all play. And then the DS. The DS could play all those games. You can plug Mm -hmm. all those cartridges in, and it could play... Mm -hmm. Several generations back of handheld games, well, all un- until, in one console.
1: Until they hit, like, one of the DS iterations. Not the 3DS, but, like, it was, it was DSi the DSi or I. DS Lite. Yeah. Yeah. Where, Where they only got played the that. DS. Yeah. The DSi like,
0: removed the GBA slot. It's pretty wild that it had all, all those at its disposal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the DS is still, like, is it their top-selling thing? <laughs> it's, like, insane how many they sold. Um, it might
1: be... Or maybe and obviously the 3DS, right? 3DS, the 3DS comes DS along. Really...
3: And...
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, they also sold like twelve different iterations of That's true. The 3DS the
1: was yeah. And, and not just that, but there was like the Majora's Mask 3DS or the Pokemon 3DS yeah. or the yeah. Animal Crossing 3DS, right? Like
0: But it just makes me wonder what, what did they learn from that? They said, Oh, we don't want to keep doing this, other than I know like technically it was probably difficult because they were a cartridge based thing. It makes uh but I don't
3: know. Um yeah and it's just technically it's it's sad to see so many good games um uh, getting left behind. There's no way to pull a lot of those forward, like you know we we have seen kind of some of the best hits of the Wii U already make their way over to the switch mm-hmm. uh, again reselling them um but you know and and I guess there's still consistent rumors about more of the Wii U. Zelda ports and even the three DS Zelda games coming to Switch as well. And I don't doubt that based on Nintendo's track record, whether they announce it next month or in three years. Um but it's just, you know, always a shame to see those systems just get shut off. Yeah. And you yeah. just kind of got a, a dead brick of a system. Well, you can still get like physical um physical games for them and stuff, but Yeah, like use stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people are really looking at Xenoblade Chronicles X as one of the big Wii U games that still hasn't been ported because like a majority of them have been to the Switch. But I mean, with the announcement of Xenoblade 3 from last week, I'm willing to bet that like around the time we get a new Xenoblade 3 update, they're also going to be like, and also you can get Xenoblade Chronicles X today on the Nintendo uh, Nintendo Switch eShop or something. You know, like I wouldn't be surprised if X comes around the time that 3 does, you know? Yeah.
3: And they'll make millions again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Those I mean they
1: did, they did this similar thing with Chronicles, right? Chronicles 2 and then one, like the one remaster or whatever that came out like a year after 2 or something like that. Um That sounds right. Yeah. So, I I think Nintendo is just in the business of they they know they're basically vaulting stuff. They're kind of doing like the Disney vault, oh, yeah. right? Or like the destiny vault, you know, or they know they can pull a lot of these things, you know, just out when they need, when they need to or want to, an, right? An easy win. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, because that's the thing, right? Is at the end of the day, if within the next year, if they had, they have like, zelda wind waker hd now on switch in one of the nintendo directs everyone's gonna be like oh fuck yeah let's go right you yep. know because they they just that's an easy and we're gonna forget this work. conversation like so many people are gonna forget this ever happened <laughs> exactly. like oh my god it's back yeah exactly exactly <laughs> that's how it works that's the power nintendo kind of has you know
0: mm-hmm. <sighs> well it's, it's pretty wild to think of like how much money they make when they don't do shit like that and they don't really have games and service games they this subscription stuff is new And like for them, and they still are just raking it in, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's pretty wild. So obviously, what they're doing is they're they're content with what they have, but it it just feels like even Disney came around, guys. Like Disney Plus, yeah. A lot of their decisions
2: continue to be, uh, I don't know, baffling to me at times. I mean,
1: I agree, but I think Nintendo just has this magic to them, right? Where like, I mean, yeah, you can only play God of War on PlayStation, which, you know, that's true. And there's a PC. lot of power in that. Well, yeah, sure. But <laughs> <laughs> but you can only play Mario on the Nintendo, right? Yeah, that's and that's absolutely true. And that has, that feels like it has more gravitas than like, you know, only playing Horizon on PlayStation, yeah. right? Like. Like Mario sells so much; it's such a household name. Zelda sells a lot, household name. Mario Kart, right? Like, or Fire Emblem. You know, these these Nintendo-specific IPs that can carry consoles on their own. You know, like that's what they have, mm-hmm. and that's the, that's the strategy they've been doing for years. Yeah, it's which amazing kind of how many them, do they have yeah and it gives them this leeway to do this sort of stuff where they're gonna be like we're gonna tuck this stuff away from you now until we can bring it out from the shadows again to get you excited like it's like microsoft or xbox has
0: master chief and nintendo's like oh we got 10 of those fuckers like we (laughs) We have 10 master chiefs we got 10 10
3: people if we if we think about like the the switch launch versus like the playstation 5 launch and the xbox series x launch it was like well the Series X is launching with 20 games. Um, it doesn't have, you know, Halo. Will it be able to survive? Or yeah. PlayStation, you know, oh, it's got all of this stuff. You know, it's got Demon Souls. But still, it's only like three actually exclusive games. And of those, half of them are also backwards compatible. Will it survive? The Switch is like, oh, shit, this comes with a new Zelda. And that Zelda yeah. is even on the Wii U this is gonna sell bonkers this yeah. is set like they're gold and, and to done. this
1: day that that zelda game is one of the best games ever like ever made everyone still fucking loves breath of the wild yeah. right yep and and like i'm gonna be honest dead ass i couldn't have named a playstation 5 launch game until you said demon souls <laughs> and <laughs> i cannot name an xbox series x launch game
3: <laughs> uh in terms of exclusives <laughs> Neither can I. They they made a big push for the Series X upgraded version of Gears of War Five. Oh, right. there you go. We played uh, that. <laughs> Remember that? Was it an no.
0: Xbox Series One? We played it. I thought
3: we did. I packed anyway. When we went to Microsoft. Oh uh, yeah, maybe they made us play. Um, but no, it's just you know. I guess it's you know. It's that part of that whole like pay with your wallet kind of thing of you know Nintendo keeps keeps hooking people. Mm-hmm. Uh, well the thing such...
0: is, is like they, they keep hooking people but they also are still like like we just said Breath of the arguably one of the best games ever made like they're still
3: putting out shit that's amazing I don't know I still think um, I still think Link's crossbow training for the Wii is probably right. a better Zelda game
1: right oh. well <laughs> it's in the same conversation as Elex and Dynasty Warriors 4 you know
3: yeah that'll be the new poll which is better <laughs> Elex Dynasty Warriors 4 or Wand of Gamelon the CDI game.
1: <laughs> Excuse me, you know
3: You know what the memers are going to vote on there.
1: Yeah, probably.
3: They're going to,
1: no matter who they vote for, they're going to get burnt pizza.
3: <laughs> no.
1: Well, no matter what they click, their vote goes Look, to the Zelda CDI. I am, I am fine
0: derailing this whole fucking thing and talking about Dynasty Warriors 4 <laughs> for the rest of it, all right? If you keep bringing it up.
2: Dynasty Warriors 4 and Warcraft 3 dicks
1: yeah if if you want the dynasty warriors for exclusive podcast subscribe to our patreon <laughs> Hey,
0: Danny, don't make me uh you know what this was dynasty warriors on mm-hmm. game to be people a 54 minute diatribe from exclusive on. you know is i don't it... know if it came to game because P- I, I, I played
1: it on playstation 2 mm.
0: but i don't remember uh
1: we oh, have one more news story here that's just kind of funny in relation to the nintendo stuff um as Nintendo's saying, we're shutting down the eShops in uh, a year's time. The folks behind Dolphin emulator were like, "Hey, the Valve machine can run uh, can run Dolphin, the Steam Deck, the yeah. the more powerful Switch essentially can run Virtual Console basically. <laughs> so you could run your GameCube, your Wii games right off your Steam Deck if your, you get a Steam Deck. Your
3: legally obtained backups that right. you make yourself. Not promoting piracy.
1: No, 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 no. Just the Dolphin, the emulation software. That's it.
3: Yeah, you um, can you can make your own Wii games and play mm-hmm. them on your s- Steam Deck.
0: That's exactly why people get Dolphin Emulator so they can make their <laughs> own Wii games. Well,
1: and they're just fans of Dolphins, probably.
2: Yeah, and I mean, and yeah, you know, what kind of bullshits this?
0: Do you, does it emulate you as a Dolphin? That's false <laughs> advertising, man. Uh, yeah, Echo the Dolphin
3: for, for
0: <laughs> GameCube.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't know i just find this very funny because i you know when the steam i remember the steam deck was announced around the time the switch oled was coming out right because i remember dead. there was a lot of comparisons of like this is the switch Two, everyone or switch pro or whatever that everyone was uh, hoping would come right yep. uh, now here it is you know and and then one of the premier nintendo emulation software just comes out and is like and you can
2: emulate all the nintendo games on here yeah. and, and if you don't have the steam deck and you do have a, a honda pilot you can run it there as well what yeah somebody got dolphin emulator working on a honda pilot 2016 wow. dashboard screen which is take that tesla yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. you can play Witcher three on mm. tesla but you can play echo the dolphin on your oh, yeah. honda pilot <laughs> this
3: is, it's a it's a weird time for emulation and uh and legitimate consoles and stuff because i know that the the emulation scene on the series x con series x and series s is also extremely healthy at the moment
0: mm-hmm.
3: um yeah. just due to to dev access being so readily available you don't actually know you don't even need to be able to boot into dev access anymore anymore um you can just get uh get retro arc
2: oh yeah uh, that's, that's true which
3: mm-hmm. is bonkers i mean i will. i could definitely imagine people wanting the steam deck you know not as a steam machine not as a game pass machine but as a way to play you know uh like, legend you know, of zelda ocarina of time 3d yeah.
0: <laughs> no <laughs> see, know, it's it's important to you know mention again the video game preservation stuff because this is how we're going to have games sticking around that we can't get anymore. Right. That does, that doesn't just mean the Nintendo stuff that they, they intentionally block away. But I mean, there's plenty of games that are or companies that have are gone now they just don't exist. And that game is just floating out there somewhere not to be purchasable. And it helps with those too. Cause there's all kinds of that stuff out there. Um, and it's the work of people like the dolphin emulator people and people in that scene that we're going to have access to versions of games in the future, whether companies, you know, go under or restrict access to them. Right. Um, Which is such a, it's a uniquely difficult video game problem that no, no other medium really has this issue. (laughs) It's
2: crazy to think about, you know, uh, 10, 20 years from now, the games that we may have grown up with kids are not able to be played on any current gen consoles. And that's, I mean, emulators will PCs be the only way to play. PC's always current baby. It's... Fair mm-hmm. enough. Fair enough. You and your 3080. Um, <laughs> that's
1: right. Yeah. That's old I now. Mean, yeah, it's part of that same weird problem that gaming has compared to other medium or media, right? Like when you think of, you know, like film is, is grown up, right? It's mature. Mm-hmm. Books, of course, are mature and grown up. But video games, it's still kind of a kid's thing, right? You know, I mean, not as much recently, but there's still that kind of weird energy where it's, it's not as mature as other things, yeah. right? So there's there's not as much of this this bigger picture idea of like, yeah, game preservation, of course that should be a thing, right? Like there mm-hmm. are people out there who wanna do it. There are museums out there who are doing their damnedest to preserve oh, yeah. as much as they can, right? Like We have some features on them if you wanna read them on our site. But, you know, like when you think of the fact that people still know movies like Citizen Kane and Ben-Hur and Gone with the Wind, and like that's pretty easy to watch even now as like these classic, you know, like, "Quote unquote," you know, prestige film things, right? Like you know, you can go and access it pretty easily. Yeah. But nowadays, like for gaming, that's not quite as easy. Mm-hmm. You know, for like prestige, like games that pave the way for X, Y, Z sort of stuff. I think it's it's hard for to access them. But like if you talk about something like Citizen Kane, like
0: Citizen Kane is still very recognizable as a movie. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you talk about certain games, like obviously the recognizable as a game. But if you see how we got from like, gosh, how we got I don't even I can't think of an early one to compare it to, but like the original Zelda to, you know, Elden Ring coming out, it's like where how do you see that? You know what I mean? Like it's so mm-hmm. different. Or the genres are so different. Like genres of film, it's like, okay, it's just a different kind of story. They are they're all recognizably what they are. But to talk about um the history of games, I'd say it's almost more important that this preservation exists for all these different things because it's so complicated. Like if I were to tell you how we got to the tower defense genre, it's like, yes, it all started with the Mario brothers. No, like yes. <laughs> there's no, you're not going to see how we got there mm-hmm. by doing that. And so there's so many different things that are needed, not just these tentpole, you know, games. Cause there's definitely are the big ones throughout history, but there's just mm-hmm. so many different kinds and so many different things within games that are just wildly different from one another that, the emulation stuff is, and, and preserv- preserving them
1: is crazy important. Mm-hmm. So, starting uh, this coming Friday, pick up your Steam Deck, your the world's premier emulation slash preservation gaming machine. That's right. <laughs> it, we
0: all thought it was going to be the Ouya, but you know maybe it'll be the Steam Deck.
1: <laughs> I bet you the, the Steam Deck could play Ouya games. Well, Somehow. I
0: just—I remember that's what everybody was talking about. With Ouya, like, oh, think of all the emulation you could do. It's like, have you looked at this? Like,
1: I don't think you're gonna do that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that didn't—that didn't pan out at all. Yeah, yeah. Like all that—all that came out of it, I feel like, was Towerfall, and that you know you can play that everywhere
0: else yeah, now too.
2: Towerfall's
1: so. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And then you know, Ruts got the box in his sh- uh, you know closet somewhere.
2: In my mm-hmm. box of consoles, Stretch has right. a bag of consoles. I have a box of consoles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite little bag i thought uh, never mind
2: (laughs) okay i don't even want to know where that comment was about to go
0: me me neither scrappy was talking about bags
1: earlier (laughs) (laughs) okay interesting so so we we've got treasures of treasure bags and boxes of consoles to talk about other sorts of treasure like the uncharted movie i think two of the folks here watched it watched it over the weekend right uh, stretch and Otten, you both saw this this treasure hunting adventure starring uh, spider-man and marky mm-hmm. mark
3: that's the playstation advantage you know yeah, they got yeah.
1: they got spider-man
3: for uh for uncharted that's really mm-hmm. cool of it yeah the... do you want to start Otten, with your thoughts we yeah, uh, we have uh, not
1: we have not talked about all. it at all so um, this is gonna
3: be well, can, first conversation
1: can i can i start it with a question because i haven't seen it right sure. you haven't seen it either right? i haven't seen it either um, is this the Citizen Kane of uh, treasure hunting movies? No, because we all know
3: that's... Uh, I, I mean, that's Brendan name. Fraser's The Mummy,
1: I think. Oh. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. I don't know. In- Indiana Jones got to be, right? If we're going to be real yeah. about the answer.
1: Like the historic... My, yeah. my
0: joke answer would be National Treasure, but... <laughs> yeah.
1: So is this a National Treasure...
0: Uh I think it's closer to that than Indiana Jones. Um but not as
3: good. <laughs> it it feels like you know how they had like they would have like the the young Indiana Jones kind of spin-off movies. It feels like mm-hmm. that but if you gave it a a 2020 spin. Like like BBC Sherlock meets young Indiana Jones. <laughs>
1: mm. And then 2 years later they released it. It's yep. <laughs> uh so
0: I I would you agree it's not a bad movie. I wouldn't say it's terrible. Oh no, I mean, it's a it's fun not movie. A great movie. Like you'll probably some people will enjoy it. Um I don't think I'm going to watch it again ever, but <laughs> I've now seen it. Uh I think uh, the general vibes of it is it's it's okay. Um I think the humor doesn't land as often as I would have hoped it would have and the uh big action moments aren't i don't know to me maybe i'm just so fucking jaded at this point and seeing too many things i was like this isn't all that
1: interesting (laughs) there's no big purple alien punch Uh, oh no
0: it's just i don't know it it just it it's because i guess it's it was so hard to not compare it to the games in your head and it's like man there's so much cooler action set piece humongous moments in the games that this just doesn't get to that point Mm. at any time the game does it just so much better. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I mean, that's all the games really are, right? They're kind of like from one set piece to the next. Yeah. Know, and
0: they, it, they, they're really good at it. Uh, and mm-hmm. I just never had that moment like, oh, shit. Like, wow, that's crazy.
3: Um, yeah. In terms of locations, like the locations weren't as impressive. Um, I did like how... Whereas the games are a whole lot of like, I'm going to, I'm going to walk into a tomb and then fight my way out and then repeat that 30 times. Um, I did like that. There was always a sense of progressing forward. Um, you know, that, that there was no point that, you know, you end up in some ancient set piece and that hasn't been opened for hundreds of thousands of years. Um, but also torches are lit and then as soon yeah. as the MacGuffin was got um, you know Nate would turn around and suddenly there would be a swarm of enemies that somehow also made it through the boulder trap that you just well I mean they kind of did that <laughs> a little bit at yeah. one point at the end where uh,
0: they just yeah. blow a hole through and you're like oh okay Yeah, You yeah. They probably They're shouldn't definitely...
1: spoil too much though right, about the movie no, I, yeah! Ah, wow! Um, it's,
3: have you played Uncharted? You fucking seen the movie, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I was, saying, I, I did enjoy it. Um, hmm. I thought you know it's definitely it's not gonna win any awards or anything, but in terms of just sitting down to watch a a dumb loud movie with some popcorn, um, I think some you know to to carry on to what Otten said, some of the grander scale stuff did I felt didn't land as well. But a lot of the like one-on-one fights, um, like the the person-to-person, yeah, okay, um, that, I stuff, will agree with you on that. That was really good. They really just they knew how to capitalize on um, Tom Holland's athleticism. Well, that and they, um,
0: it, it was very Nathan Drake because in in the games, like he gets his ass handed to him a lot. Yeah, yeah. And in this one, he's also like getting his shit
3: rocked pretty regularly. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a lot of fail forward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I would definitely recommend if you were a fan of like those kinds of treasure hunt movies um, and you're a fan of Tom Holland, I would definitely recommend going yeah. and seeing this movie.
0: So when I was driving home from it,
3: I had my thought. my this,
0: I, this, It depends on how you feel about the movie I'm going to bring up. This is, I think, the closest movie feeling that I had to it. Um, so whether you like this or not is going to tell you, I think, whether you like Uncharted. But it gave me heavy Da Vinci Code vibes. Uh, like, heavy Da Vinci Code vibes. Okay. Obviously, it's not all about, you know, biblical whatever, blah, 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 but it's like, ah, we found this, now we move on to this, or we interpret yeah, this to it's, go it's to a, that.
3: A, It's a scavenger hunt movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't think that, like, we've never, like, there hasn't been a solidified, like, genre for whatever that is, but yeah, like, you know, the the... You know, you find a puzzle that leads you to the next thing, so you get a new MacGuffin that points you to the next thing, so you get another yeah. MacGuffin so that you get to go here.
1: Yeah, very yeah. Dan
3: Brown, very yeah. national treasure.
1: It sounds a little uh, like Star Wars Episode Nine, kind of. Oh, God, yeah.
3: There was definitely a point in that that got pretty <laughs> MacGuffin-y. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's sometimes, I guess, maybe with the games, we're, we're so used to having benefit of the doubt or suspension of you know disbelief and stuff i'm also probably gonna wave that away
3: garner some hate here but i enjoyed the movie i think the games are dead boring
1: interesting um, we'll, we'll and move I've on played, from that comment. i've
3: played the first two and a half um i've got the fourth installed on my ps5 um but i have yet to be bothered to pull the trigger on it and i know that mm-hmm. four is meant to be you know the best
1: well, um, I no, I think two is still the best. I was about to say two is yeah, okay. The best yeah, okay, But four, four is like probably the highest fidelity. Like it's the prettiest, oh okay. just by virtue of right, like what it's on. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. Well, of- I
3: played two, yeah. and I finished two. I definitely like you know, I'm not I- one to say that I dislike something while not giving it a shot. I gave it a shot, no. um, but I just, I just, the the base formula just did not click with me yeah mm. um but the movie i enjoyed yeah i, think, I mean
1: uh like uh, i don't think three and four are gonna change your mind probably like because like yeah. two two is the formula right like three and four are just like iterations on it kind of I'll i think say four, the
0: gunplay gets better and the action yeah. bits of like the actual gameplay like combat stuff does get better
1: yeah and i think four does character drama a little better but it's you're still yeah. the same you know like you go here to get this and then you find out you have to go over there to get that. And then that leads you to this. And yeah, I just, I mean like, and I'm
3: like, I'm a fan of like ratchet and clank and stuff. And like that definitely also suffers from the same kind of like you walk into a room and boxes and ledges are auspiciously placed around this silent room. So it's like, well, I'm going to get the MacGuffin and then bad guys are going to appear and then I'm going to spend the next five minutes waiting behind a box to pop out, take a shot, pop back down.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And then pop out, take a shot, pop back down. Of oh, vodka. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. It helps me get through the games.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, so can I ask, if this weren't Uncharted, like if this were like Treasure Hunt, you know, and the characters were like Sam Johnson... And and you know like like totally unrelated to the Sony mega hit video game series. Do you think this would be like? How would it change your opinion of the of this movie? Do you think like part of the appeal is that it's a video game movie, or is it strong enough on its own merits? Do you think?
0: I don't yeah. think it is because I think that there's there's certain things that I know. Like I was thinking of because this is a, a thought that I had. I was like, who is Nathan Drake in this movie? Like I know him as a character. But I was trying to think of what how the movie kind of establishes him. I don't I mean, you, you don't get to really know too much about him except, hey, he really likes this Magellan stuff. Mm. But that's kinda it. I yeah, don't really know who the, he is.
3: You could you could yeah, as you said, like Sam Sam Rando. You could yeah. paint him as any um you know, any attractive guy who enjoys stealing shit um and drop him in and it would probably still be an entertaining movie. It, mm. it really does not it doesn't use the Uncharted name as a crutch um, yeah. if anything you know if if it, if it had a title that was more clear to what the movie was about uh, if anything it might it might mean that people who don't know the video game might be more inclined to go and see a dumb yeah, I think it puts blockbuster it in the context. with a yeah. uh, a dumb blockbuster with Marky Mark and Spider-Man yeah.
0: Because it's, yeah. uh, I was trying to think. It's so hard because I've played the games and know them so well. To like try to separate my knowledge with just looking at the film as itself. Because I think I had so much context coming into it that I just kind of knew where things were gonna likely head. Mm-hmm. That I was, I, I can't really think of how the movie, how well the movie co- like choreographed that, like made that clear. Of like, was it easy to follow, or do I just know the formula well enough now that? I was just sorry. Right, this is Uncharted, like right. Uh,
3: there's one and like thing... Da Vinci Code. It's a very base formula. Oh yeah, yeah. Of
0: mm-hmm. yeah. There's one thing I don't know that some Uncharted fans might not like. Um, they change so like uh, there are some elements of four because you get a little bit of of Nate's early life, like very briefly, of when he's a kid and stuff. Right. Um. And they've kind of completely changed. completely changed Sully and Nathan's relationship. Uh. It's unrecognizable from the games. Mm. Uh. And I think some people are gonna not like that as much, because in the games, like Sully's very much like he's your he's your dad, man. Like he's there to help you out with whatever. He's a good dude, reliable dude. And how they meet in the game, since you haven't played four. As you know, he catches Nate as a kid and like, hey, you little shit, what are you doing? Like, you seem like you're good at this stealing shit. Let me teach you how to do this. Mm-hmm. As he's an adolescent um, and they kind of grow, he grows up with him as his partner and doing this stuff. And this, in the movie, Solely is like very much portrayed as this backstabbing, like, sorry, dude, you got in this, you got in this fucking spy shit game, like where we steal shit. We're all about backstabbing and double crossing. So fuck off, kid. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, and it's like, he's just not the Sully that you know. It seems though so that he, he's going to be that because they tease a, a potential second
1: movie. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. Isn't this like kicking off a potential cinematic? Universe seems so. So like, okay, yeah.
0: I guess I guess to when they te- what they teased at the end of it and the vibe that gave and the relationship between Sully and Nate, I wanted to see that movie. Mm. So I'll say that.
1: <laughs> so just when like they... the games, you could skip Uncharted one,
2: wait yeah, for Uncharted basically. two. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I'm, trying, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying
0: to want to. You can definitely skip.
2: <laughs> okay. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because um, there, yeah. There's um, little. There's two after credit scene or one after the movie and one after credit scene. If people haven't seen it, and they want to go watch it. Mm.
3: Um. And there's also a few like fun nods to the games, of course.
0: Oh yeah. Um,
1: right. Cameo so, in there. That's pretty fun.
3: Yeah. Mm.
1: Can I ask? Uh, again, like as little spoilers as possible, but I just feel like I, I need to be vindicated on whether or not I know Hollywood well enough. During the climax, in the part where it looks like the bad guys are about to win, and then the good guys find whatever MacGuffin or the hero comes in to save the day or whatever, do they play a slowed down orchestral rendition of the Uncharted theme song in the background? Not, no. <sighs> uh-huh. Okay
0: missed opportunity it's all it's all it's all
1: pretty modern music that i remember the
3: theme for the game does show up in the movie but it is not at the climax
1: yep is it during the opening scene where they show the word uncharted on the screen
3: (laughs) no it's it's at the same time as the cameo Uh,
1: ah oh oh that sucks (laughs) it's
3: it's it's a real like you know, <laughs> stares into camera, wink, yeah, wing kind he, of. They linger camera. on it
0: for a little while. I was like, boy. Uh-huh. And then it's he, from... it, it like goes on again, like he turns back to say something more. And I'm like, boy, it's still going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, and then you look down in your hands, there's a dual sense there. How did that get there? I don't know, but you're playing the movie now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's, but it's good that's... fun. I recommend
3: yeah. go see it.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: Wait for it to come on on streaming. I'd say. Actually, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Probably S vod. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Wait, wait, wait until *Intruder* too. Wait, for *Intruder* 2. 2. Maybe. that's wait, a-
3: wait for the S vod. Wait for the drinking game rules. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah, how you want to do it.
1: Or just sneak a bottle of uh, liquor into the theater
3: take a drink him. every time nathan does something that you could only ever imagine spider-man doing because i can think off the top of my head at least four things
0: <laughs> i mean Nate, in the in the games he does some bullshit too yeah nate's kind of a spider monkey uh, yeah he's basically spider-man yeah so what you're saying is the... I'll,
2: get, I'll get kicked out of a flicks brew house if i play that drinking game <laughs> probably
1: <laughs> okay well that's the uncharted movie um I've also been playing a or I've been consuming a Sony related product. I've been playing a little bit of Horizon Forbidden West. Uh just came out uh last Friday. So I only have like a f- like a couple hours in. I just got to like the first big settlement area for those like who have been playing kind of know where I'm at. Um yeah, it's kind of more of the first, isn't it? It's just uh <laughs> That was just I,
3: I read a couple reviews. Um
1: yeah. and that was the main
3: theme that I got. It is just like if you enjoyed the first one, then She's
1: back. Aloy's (laughs) back. She's back again. Um, Yeah. So I I found that to be a little like, I mean, I didn't dislike the first game, but I didn't feel compelled to finish it. Like I got maybe a third of the way through the first game and I was like, or I I got to like the big city, I think Meridian. And I was like, yeah, I've, I've gotten what I need. You know, I've, I've consumed, I've beaten Horizon Zero Dawn in my mind. You know, like that's, that's how I kind of saw it. Um, and I wonder if uh, Guerrilla Games, because like, they probably have stats, right, of how far people have gotten into the game and whatever, like if you're logging into your PlayStation Network and all that. Yeah, I mean, um,
3: you, could, you could just pull up the, uh, you could probably pull up the trophy list and just like yeah. watch the percentage drop happen.
1: Right. Um, as it goes on. I'm willing to bet that they saw stats where it's like not a lot of people finished Horizon one because horizon forbidden west starts with a 5 minute unskippable cutscene that's just like here's everything that happened in the first game so here's the entire plot synopsis so like i didn't i didn't need to look up a wiki shit or anything and if you thought of horizon 1 as just like oh it's like jurassic park but robots um th- there's more shit to it than that <laughs> mm-hmm. like just kind of shows up at the end
0: um, not even just at the end like yeah, since yeah, you I mean, didn't where you got to and the stuff you learned after that mm-hmm. like all the important shit in the story was
1: well after what you played in the first one, right? So I got a five minute crash course, <laughs> yeah. on pretty much all of that, and then and then started Forbidden West, wow. um, and I know I looked into like the skill trees. There's a fucking lot of skills in this game. Where I see some shit further down the skill tree, I'm like, that's where this becomes a, where this starts feeling like a new game or a sequel, because right now a lot of the game does feel like horizon zero dawn but but prettier which isn't a bad thing necessarily but you know early on you get essentially a hook shot and that's the moment where it's like okay this is a little we're getting somewhere right um i'm waiting for the paraglider because like they showed that in all the trailers and i feel like that's going to be a game changer but then you know there's some stuff later in the the combat skill tree that looks a lot like devil may cry ish where it's very like you know if you go to melee then switch to ranged. like there's synergy going on there and that is the stuff i'm really looking forward to and i'm hoping that that is enough of a change to the gameplay loop where i'm like all right this is some cool shit instead gotta of this practice is, your combos yeah because right now i'm just feeling like this is some more shit instead of this is some cool shit you know um which again not a bad thing but i am I'm, I'm hoping to be more excited by the game you know as i spend more hours with it
3: and Otten and Rut, did you did you play? Did you finish Horizon Zero I Dawn? I, I'm the yep. one who reviewed it on the site.
2: Okay. Yeah, I beat it on PS4, and then when it came out on PC, I did everything but the last achievement, which is beating it a second time.
3: <laughs> um, you- and Otten, yours is in the mail, right? You got hit by the Amazon. <laughs> well, pushback. Uh
1: it's out for delivery. Ooh. As I'm speaking. And then there's a knock on the door
2: right now. It's your game. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to have the UPS sticker that says, sorry, we missed you. Oops. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So
3: do you, do you get any bonuses or do you start off with any of the stuff that you would have had at the end of um, Zero Dawn or do they like explain away why Aloy is now
0: Oh no, I lost
3: everything in that blizzard.
1: (laughs) Hey, literally, no, no joke, dead ass. Yeah. You're almost there. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> like apparently since the end of the first game, she was exploring around, and then there's just this offhanded line where you're like, yeah, I lost all my stuff while traveling, oh, so now geez. all I have is my bow. <laughs> well, I
0: guess she does make a, a big move because where this takes place, it's quite a distance away from where the first game play- takes place.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I guess How that's strange. that's still pretty fucking lame, but... <laughs> I guess there's something.
1: Right. I mean, there has to be a reason for you to. Re- uh, yeah, I always love that
0: the where there's some super contrived reason I lost all my powers in a game for the sequel. Okay. I must right, get them back.
3: Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, how they just
1: have like that weird house fire. It's just like, well, <laughs> all your shit's gone. <laughs> Oops. <Fuck>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this this game definitely has that syndrome but you know this this also kind of feels like a not quite soft reboot or anything but i i get the sense that gorilla is hoping this game is like this is the the bigger break for horizon zero dawn or the horizon franchise right like the first game was like proof of concept this is like the the mainstream like everyone's gonna love it is the the thing that i'm i'm feeling from like the marketing and what people are talking about now and I could see it i could see this being one of like the premier playstation franchises moving forward like the ones that people get really really excited about you know mm-hmm. yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah but i'll probably have more to talk about it next week when i sink more of my time into it and on you probably will too i imagine oh, right absolutely so. that'll be what yeah. i'm gonna be doing for the week yeah so we can talk about it more next week
3: and have a bigger deeper dive into whatever Big lore reveals. They are. Turns yeah, out that you're no, a clone. There's,
1: there's a lot. Well, yeah, you, did you mm-hmm.
0: play the first one? Yes. No. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't play the first one, but I I've, I have watched the first hour um, of this one. I I, okay. I don't it's, plan on picking it up, but yeah, I I do know that in the end, it turns out you're a clone. There's all kinds <laughs> of neat. Uh, I mean, that's oh, describing it that way
0: makes it sound so lame. But how it's revealed in the story is really cool, if you ask me there's a lot mm. of stuff that i liked about how they did because like it, it there's a big tone not necessarily tonal shift, but you're like what the fuck is happening like there's a certain turning point in the first one where you're just learning so much stuff and in these weird areas like where the old world where basically like you learn that yeah humans fucked it up sprites <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um and learning what Which that is so means rare. and how they did it is actually really cool and they 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 uh What's her, they took some tropes and spun them on their head a little bit that made it interesting. Mm. It's like standard sci-fi stuff that you see, um, and it made it kind cool. um, of
3: cool. The world they did alloy a
0: really good job of, of her character.
3: Yeah, the world of of Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Forbidden West is super interesting to me. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. just the the presentation as a as an open world game um, has has turned me off. So, um, Yeah, but that's the, what I'm wondering about. Those kind of plot reveals and stuff did seem really cool. And I could definitely, like, I know that I would have been jazzed uh, if it was, like, a 10-hour game and, you know, that kind of stuff came out.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and I'm really curious if, if I'm going to get into this, or uh, have that feeling of the open-world fatigue. We're kind of this old formula that we've had for open-world stuff. There hasn't been much of a change in over a decade really Mm -hmm. to it it's with this big open world go to this area here's a thing here's a thing in this area
2: hit up that ubisoft tower
0: yeah um and i'm really wondering if that's gonna creep into this too where it's just like man i'm just kind of done with this bloat to a game
1: this filler i don't
0: know
1: I'll say this: I got to the first like little town. Like this isn't Meridian level stuff. This is just like a small, like yeah. you know, my first city, my first town <laughs> sort of spot. Uh-uh. Um, and they present you with a like, okay, you need to go here to gear up for the next story beat. Yeah. And then on your way to go there to gear up, oh look, four side quests for you talk to four random yeah. NPCs who like, oh no, little Timmy's down in a well. Can you go help? Yeah. Sort of shit and god i i wild already boars have been eating out crops can you go kill six of them i have yeah. killed six of them actually yes <laughs> i have so yeah there's there is a little bit of that and i couldn't help but be like oh my i'm already kind of exhausted of. It. i haven't even done a side yeah. quest yet but i'm just exhausted by the idea of it kind of there's stuff because
0: so, like even like we brought a breath of the wild earlier like even that's just like okay this is this big open thing and i get it's you know you're interacting with a bunch of stuff and like people enjoy that fun stuff but you're like there's just a big open world of fucking shit like mm-hmm. i have to get over here to do this thing and like i i'm kind of getting a little over that like not too into it and based on what i've read i've read with um forbidden west is that they continue the quality of the side quests of the first game and that they fucking suck because mm. that was by far the worst part of the first game is that you would do these side quests and it's like wow that had no that was nothing, waste yeah. time. Where in like in uh, really the really really good open world games it's like holy shit the open the some of the side quests are like the best part of the game or yeah. whatever like better
1: than the main story yeah
0: um yeah. which was at Skyrim <laughs> absolutely not the case with with the first game in it and based on some stuff it read is kind of continues with the second one which sucks because it seemed like that was a an area where it was a really easy identifiable room for improvement kind Mm -hmm. of thing
1: or even like like winnow it down you know like maybe you don't need some
0: yep and just just really focus on the ones that we feel are you know really excellent or well designed um i mean i'll give it a shot but i'm that's my biggest concern is that i'm just like oh my god this open world
1: stuff i'm so tired Mm of it (laughs) at this point because yeah you get into the whole like the crafting stuff too where you've got to farm these things to craft the better thing to then get the different mm-hmm. stuff to craft even better stuff and it's like wee. i mean it's hey it's a lot that you can sink into right like if you only are going to play one game in february make yep. sure it's probably elden ring but it's <laughs> <if> not that <laughs> maybe this <laughs> maybe this after <laughs> right because uh, it has a lot of bang for your buck probably I don't know. I, I can't say it. I haven't played Elden Ring, so I mean, who knows? Maybe Elden Ring turns yeah. out to be bad, but I doubt yeah, it. Yeah, no. I kind was I bad. was gonna
3: say as well. It's like, well, if you're if you're worried about open world fatigue with crafting, it's a good thing that you know it's not like you have to wait a long amount of time until the next one <laughs> hits two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I
1: only have a week to beat Horizon, so we'll <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Not me. Take yeah. time as I want because I'm not Hell playing yeah. Elden Ring. Wow, choice. brave right. choice. Brave choice. Mm-hmm. that's right well i think that's a wrap for us for this week's episode we hope you enjoyed our shenanigans here and if you did feel free to like and subscribe if you're listening to us on youtube and comment down below About let us how know Warriors yeah. better than Elix. you stole the words right out of my mouth mm. um or actually if you're if you're on our site or if you want to go to our site we have a new commenting system if you want to leave that's right. comments Should live there now? Mm-hmm. yeah right it should be live today so provided nothing us... goes
2: wrong after this records
1: it's okay i'll cut it in post if i have to <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah let us know down below if you like elex or dynasty warriors 4 better there's only one right answer and it's neither. correct dynasty warriors 4 um, oh right of course. Um, Or if you're listening to us on a podcast app, feel free to subscribe if you haven't already, where you can keep getting episodes of this show right in your feed every Monday. Um, If you want more of us, you can go to techraptor.net where we're always posting news, reviews, and features where you can just read more of the the lovely ideas that we have and and keep up to date with all the gaming news in the world. Uh, We'll be back next Monday. See ya. Thank you.